welcome back to another edition of the chat box with uncle funky's daughter i'm your host melinda spalding chevalier here with our very favorite guest always of all time miss renee morris our chief curl officer hi renee hi melinda how are you Oh, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. There is just so much to say about this wonderful month of ours. Especially, yeah, especially as two African-American women who live it every day. We are, I always say I'm Black every day. So I celebrate my history every day I walk this earth. But we do get a month, 28 days to be exact. We won't talk about it's the shortest month of the year, but we will get those 28 days to embrace our culture and celebrate one another and live our lives to the fullest. Absolutely. And, you know, can I say congratulations to you, Renee, for making history every day for being among a very small elite group of Black women who own their own hair care line. Well, I mean, thank you. I have you thought about that before? I have not. I, I really have not. But you are right. But I think there are so many of us out there making history. There are millions of entrepreneurs of color, millions of African-American women doing it every day. And we all deserve to be uplifted and celebrated because every day we make history. We may not be Barack Obama or Michelle Obama, but you are making your history and making your footprint in every single way that you can. So I think we should all be celebrated. That's why I say every day I'm Black. Every day that I walk this earth, I am Black. Every day I celebrate my life because I am here. That's right. And you know, it's I think we've talked about this before, just outside of the show, because we're involved in some organizations together, but really recognizing and saluting the people who have come before us and the organizations and the institutions that have made things possible. This is a great time to look back and to celebrate. It is. And there are organizations that have had long staying power, the National Council of Negro Women, the National Association of Color People that still exist today, that really the, you know, the United College Negro Fund, who enabled me to go to college because they gave me some money. And like <laughs> there are organizations that still exist today and it's on those shoulders that we walk on. And I think we should all recognize and celebrate them. And it's so easy to say that there are organizations out there that are history or organizations of the past, but we need all of them. We need all of these organizations out there. And I think they, everybody has served a different role in society at different stages in our lives. I mean, it was because of organizations like the NAACP, the National Council of Negro Women that organized marches in the 60s and enabled us to have the right to vote and enable us to be considering a even a Black woman, our first Black woman Supreme Court justice, you know, hopefully knock on wood in the next couple of months, in the months ahead. And so it's those organizations that have historically paved the way for us that I don't think we should ever lose sight of and really spend time in marking their history. But it's organizations out there that you know, Black sororities and fraternities, my own beloved Delta Sigma Theta, organizations like Jack and Jill of America out there who were created during times when we didn't have access, even before the civil rights movement ever, you know, popped off, that gave access and empowered women and men of color to be themselves and create an avenue for themselves, to create paths for themselves, when what was then majority of America wouldn't allow us to do that. And I think those organizations also need to be saluted. 
I agree. And, you know, it's interesting when you were mentioning just all these great organizations, particularly the fraternities and the sororities and some of the more civic and social groups. I was at an event for church last weekend. It was an installation service. And one of the guest ministers there said something that was just so powerful to me as they celebrated this brand new structure. He went back in time and thought about, you know, our great grandmothers and great grandfathers and aunties and uncles who maybe had to work so hard Monday through Friday and maybe not be held in the highest esteem. But on Sunday mornings, when they got to dress up and they got their titles at church and they encouraged each other for education and made sure the babies, you know, said their Bible verses with pride, that those were the institutions that gave us our foundation for feeling good about who we are and to really value who we are. So when people ask, are some of these organizations still needed today? I'm offended sometimes. They absolutely are. And why would we get rid of our institutions because of broader acceptance? Why not maintain and value what we have? Or try to water them down. Yeah. Um, And so I don't want to step on any political toes, but we need organizations that, especially in times like these, that celebrate our children, that celebrate ourselves, that uplift our children and build their confidence, especially in times where people think that, oh, we don't need affirmative action or we don't need to recognize color. My children don't see color. We'll say that to the police officers who are shooting our Black boys in the street. So, because they see color. And this is not, and I think, you know, some I've had many a conversation with friends of all backgrounds about this. Yeah. And it's not, I, what I want to say is, don't be offended because it's not about you. Yeah. It's really not about you. It's not about excluding you. It's not about you at all. It's really about us. And I think that's where the rub is because it's yeah. the rub is that it's not Don't about be offended. That. It's not about you. It's really just about us making sure we're building our, our children up and ourselves up sometimes but, in a world where we may not feel that way at all. Yeah. Yeah. And well, but but it kind of goes back to that point. There's, and I don't want to make this sound into an angry black woman thing because we're here to celebrate these organizations. But I think it, there's a challenge out there to people that say, you got to get out of yourself and get out of the way and not think that everything is about you, right? And you can't be offended because there's organizations out there that don't focus on you because for centuries, for decades, there have been nothing but organizations where it's been all about you. <laughs> and so and so, let the people of color, let the sisters and the brothers out there have a little something, something. And don't think that that, that there's a time now because my kid goes to a integrated school or goes to a predominantly white school or whatever it is. And they're very welcoming and and loving to my children that I, that I don't need organizations out there like the sororities, the fraternities, the socials, the links of the world, the Jack and Jill's of the world, the, you know, top teens of the world. All of those organizations are out there to help build confidence in us, have a support network for one another and to celebrate our children. And I think we can't also forget especially during times like these organizations that are new, right? Like the Black Lives Matter movement, the Fair Fight movement, the Higher Heights movement, all of those movements that are out there that exist today that have started in the last five years or less in response to the challenges that we continue to see as people of color in the community. We get tired of listening to the news and and reading about yet another man, woman, African-American being accidentally shot by a, 
an officer there to serve and protect. And and, and again, don't want to make this into a little conversation, but it gets old after a while, y'all. And those organizations like the Black Lives Matter movement, the Higher Heights movement, the, the Fair Fight movement are there to ensure and help us protect our voting rights, to get people in offices that look like us, to support people in offices that are look like us. The Congressional Black Caucus, which has been around forever. I mean, there's just so many organizations. You like it's an unending shout out, right? It's <laughs> it is an unending shout out. But I think what we have to do is financially support those organizations. It's so easy to forget that they reside, they're nonprofits that that live off of our donations. And so mm-hmm. find something that you're passionate about. Doesn't have to be any of the organizations that I name, but find the thing that you're going to be passionate about that focuses on our community, especially during Black History Month, and commit to supporting that organization, commit to getting involved, commit to, you know, serving on a committee or celebrating in a walk or participating in a fun run to help raise money and, and raise awareness for the organization that you want to support. Whatever it is now more than ever during our Black History Month and going forward. So don't just do it during Black History Month. Do it now and make the commitment to continue to do it going forward to celebrate and support these organizations that support us, especially, you know, those people that look like us. Renee, I think you said it. I I think you really captured it well. Let's help maintain the institutions, like you said, and organizations that support us and have been around. It's not over. The work is not finished and we need to keep them going and alive. So thank you, Renee Morris, as always. Anything else you'd like to say? Any final thoughts? I think we've covered it all. I think you've said a lot. I've said a lot. It's a wonderful time of year, funky junkies, to celebrate ourselves. But celebrate yourself all year long. You're Black every day. Let me just say that. I always say that. I'm Black every day. We have, check out our Uncle Funky's Tees because there is one that I love. It, It celebrates some of our more recent heroes like Kamala Harris, former President Barack Obama, you know, others. And what the tagline is, we're always making history. So it's not just the celebrating the people of the past, whether or not you were, and I'm having a brain fart on her name, the woman who helped with spearhead the COVID-19 vaccine as we head into Women's History Month in March. There are so many people of color out there doing it every day, especially African-Americans. We're going to, again, I'm speaking into truth and power, celebrate our first Black female justice, Supreme Court justice. And there's going to be so many people always continually to make history out there. And you be one of them. You be the first or maybe the second or third, but you're still making history every day. Awesome. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. Happy Black History Month, guys.